Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the Website Coach Podcast. This week, I want to talk about something a little bit different. I want to talk about falling back in love with your business. Because when you first start out in business, it's very exciting. It's a chance to build the business of your dreams, to help others, maybe be there for your children, to make some money, and probably most importantly, to wake up every morning excited to get working. But there comes a point for so many businesses when you realise that you don't love what you have built. Now, there will always be moments in your business when you have doubts, when things don't go quite to plan, because believe me, things rarely do. The dips on the entrepreneur roller coaster. That's normal and to be expected. But what about when you find it a grind every day or most days? When you realise you have built yourself a job and not necessarily a well-paid one either. You know, when your business has become a chore, when you've fallen out of love with it, and maybe you even start to dream of manning the tills in Tesco's. What can you do? Can you fall back in love with your business? Well, I think it's definitely worth a try. This is your dream, remember. But you do have to do something. Continuing on with the status quo and just hoping it's going to get better will not help. It will just grind you down further. So if you're feeling in a funk about your business, what can you do? Well, here are my tips. The first one is to remember your why. Why did you set up your business? I don't mean to work around my family. But why do you do what you do? Most people set up businesses because they have a particular skill and want to help others. So I set up Beyond the Kitchen Table because I wanted to help the very small businesses succeed. It's not easy. Big businesses, we know, they've got the budget and the people to dominate. But I think small businesses are the backbone of the community. They make the places we live just so much better. And with the right help, I believe they can succeed. And that's why I run the business I do. Reconnecting with your why is one of the most powerful things you can do to fall back in love with your business. It gives you a core motivation. And it reframes the day-to-day. And so... I think it's worth spending some time thinking about who you help, whether you're in a business funk or not. What difference does it make to them? And what would they do if you weren't there? Second thing you should do is rethink your business. Are you helping these people in the best way? I don't just mean for them, but for you too. Do you have the right suite of products and services? And I think this is something that's worth thinking about, whether you love your business or 
you don't have your business. When I first started a business, I was helping people who made products to sell online via an online marketplace I set up and at fairs. And I realised, it did take me a little while, this wasn't the best way for me to help those small businesses. I was helping the right kind of people, but just not in the way that worked best for me. And I don't think it was necessarily the way that worked best for them either. I wasn't enjoying this kind of work. It had become a job. And also, it was not the best use of my skills. So I had a rethink. And that's exactly what's needed sometimes. You need to think about whether you're helping the people that you want to help in the right way. Or whether there's some alternative. Now, it doesn't have to be a whole-scale change. Mine was pretty (laughs) whole-scale. But it can be dropping or slightly changing a service that you know is not working for you. It can also be adding a new one that you really want to do, that you know will help, that you're all fired up about. And if dropping a service is too scary, then try increasing the price significantly. And that way, you might feel better about the service if somebody does book it. And I think it's really important to remember, this is your business. You can choose what you do. There's no law that says because you are an X, you must offer Y. Third thing to think about, is it the client? All clients are different. Some are a joy to work with. Others might be more challenging. And often it's the challenging ones that make us question our business. And if any of my clients are listening, you're all a joy to work with. (laughs) Who are the clients you love working with? What do they have in common? You'll probably find similarities between the kind of clients you enjoy working with. Maybe it's a particular issue they all struggle with. Work out what it is. What can you do to attract more of them? Because you can absolutely influence these things with your marketing. You can influence who comes to you. And you can do that through the kind of images you use on your website and in your social media, the testimonials you share, and the case studies. And think about what's challenging about the ones you don't enjoy working with. I had a client a couple of years ago change their mind about how they wanted their website to look several times, all the way until their website was almost ready. It drove me mad, but being early in my business, I had sold myself on the basis that you don't pay unless you love your website. I gave the client permission to keep changing their mind. I learned. I now have a process of signing off on the design earlier. I still allow revisions, but I limit them. And I don't build out the whole website until the design is agreed. This wasn't a problem client. I had made the problem because of how I ran my business. I haven't had many negative experiences, but when I have, I have learned from them. You can do the same. And if a client is not working out for you and causing you to dislike your business, ditch them. Simple. And if you need permission to do so, this is it. I'm giving it to you. Seriously, life is too short. And if you ditch that negative client, you will find it opens the door to new clients and opportunities 
let alone changes your energy. Fourth thing that you can try is getting rid of the parts of your business that you don't love. As a small business owner, we've got to wear a lot of hats. There are so many things to do. Some of them you might love, some you're good at, others you dislike, maybe intensely. A really helpful thing to do is to write out everything you have to do for your business. Everything. Write it down over a week, make a note of every single thing that you do. Then rank each thing in three different ways. Firstly, by how much you enjoy or hate doing that job. Secondly, how good you are at that job. And thirdly, the value of that job. And maybe you do a scale, I don't know, one to five. Then take a look at the jobs that you dislike. The jobs that you're not great at and the low value jobs. By low value, I mean the ones that you can pay somebody else to do and it doesn't cost you much per hour. You can't outsource the, website, the, the strategy of your business, but what you can outsource is something like the, I don't know, doing the calendar post or something like that. So when you've got those categories of jobs that you dislike, you're not great at and are low value, think about what you can do about each of them. First of all, do they really need doing? Do they bring value to your business? If not, just don't do them. Secondly, can you automate them? Rather embarrassingly, I have been manually invoicing all my clients for their website maintenance every three months. I'm only now, five years into business, in the process of moving them onto a direct debit system, something I should have done ages ago. Yes, it's taken me time to investigate the best way of doing this and setting it up, but that quarterly invoicing was a job that sucked joy out of me. (laughs) And I tell you what, even more joy when I needed to chase unpaid invoices. And I'm sure if you think about it, there are lots of things that you can automate in your business too. I talked about automating parts of your business back in episode 10 of the podcast. So go back and take a listen to that one if you need some help. And then think about whether you can delegate or outsource these jobs. This one is harder, I know. Because you have to find somebody you trust to do it as well as you, or better, and you have to pay them. I have failed on this many a time. I don't mean fail to pay, I always pay. (laughs) What I mean is fail to delegate or outsource. But it is worth persevering, because it's worth it. It is the answer to the things that you don't enjoy or aren't good at, and indeed anything which is low value. It's also the only way you will ever grow your business. But that's another podcast episode. When you are able to focus on the parts of the business that you love doing or which add more value, the joy should really come back into your business. Number five is to ensure balance. Running a business is hard. There's always a lot of things that need doing. I don't know about you, but my to-do list never seems to get shorter. But are you taking proper time away from your business? Are you containing your business or is it encroaching on other parts of your life? She says, recording this on a Sunday afternoon. (laughs) Can you set boundaries? Having boundaries with clients is important. You don't need to be available and cannot be available 24-7. What your clients tell you is urgent is usually urgent because they haven't allowed the time. That's not your responsibility. Of 
course, we want to help our clients when we can. But you do need to put boundaries in place to protect your own health and your business. Having time away from your business is healthy. You need it to refresh and recharge. Spend time with family and friends from outside work. Spend time outside. Spend time alone just being. Sometimes difficult when you've got a family, I know. You'll probably find you have your best business ideas at that time too. I know that's when I certainly get mine. And then I want to talk about sometimes you have to know when it's time to quit. Because sometimes, despite what you do, it's just not working out. What do you do then? Well, my suggestion is to give it some time. This might be a temporary blip. And if you still feel that way, maybe it is time to do something else. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes, sometimes you have to know that you've done what you can, that the business has run its course, and it's time for you to quit and do something else. This is a really cheery episode, isn't it? (laughs) Most entrepreneurs fall in and out of love with their business. It's normal. It's the roller coaster of running a business. But sometimes it can last longer. And there are things you can do to help get out of that rut. You can reconnect with why you do what you do. Who is it you help? You can rethink your business. Is the suite of products or services you offer the right one? You can relook at your clients. Which ones have you enjoyed working with and want to attract more like that? Which ones haven't worked out and why? You can get rid of the parts of the business that you don't love. Those jobs you hate doing, aren't very good at, or which can be outsourced cheaply. And you can and should maintain balance by having better boundaries and a healthy life outside work. Now, none of these are things that you should wait until you... you, fall out of love with your business to do. These are all things that we should be doing all of the time. But if they don't work, give it some time. See how you feel. There's nothing wrong with stopping and doing something else. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, despite the perhaps non-cheery title and theme. I will be back with more cheer next week. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me, whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business, or scaling it. And see you next week.